I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. First of all, point of order for the podcast, Marcus is taking some time off uh, for the time being. And so when he comes back, I'm sure he'll be bigger and wetter. He'll be in peak condition that's right that the first episode he's back we will mute our microphones and just let him yeah. rip through an hour that's it mm-hmm. he's currently in the, hyper- in the hyperbolic time chamber or hyperbolic time changer- chamber and he's just getting stronger in there he's mostly eating he's mostly yes. eating he's, a lot of well he's cultivating mass you can't really yeah, shape yeah, yeah. anything if you've cultivated the mass <laughs> So. Marcus is, is like one of the people I can, I can picture eating the uh, the like cartoon meat on a stick yeah. that you see in so many things. And, th- and then the thing where they, when he pulls out of his mouth, the bone's entirely clean. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see Marcus going to one of those restaurants where there's like, there's that chance, oh, if you eat this huge burger, we give you a, a, a picture on the wall. And Marcus would just order that. He'd be like, can I just have that there? Like, yeah. No challenge. That's just like what I want to eat anyway. Yeah. He would put it away. Yeah. It wouldn't even be a problem for him. You know those those places you can go where they shave meat off of like a rotating uh, uh Yeah, a Brazilian log? steakhouse. I could just see them like, all right, tell me when. And Marcus just makes direct eye contact with the man shaving the meat and never speaks. I've been to one of those and I, I wish I went with a bigger appetite. I mean I still ate a lot, but man, I was like because they give you this the one I went to, they give you this little like chip you have to like flip up when you want meat flip down i was like i'm never gonna flip mine over i'm gonna keep the meat coming <laughs> eventually i had to flip i was like i gotta tap out there's just too much yeah. but oh it was great it was great meat man we live in a really goddamn fucked up time don't we it is weird have an endless meat coming to you yeah what fucking hogs we are as a species we're such big hogs that there's this I've I've moved to a new area now, and whenever I drive um, to go to the movie theater, there's this restaurant I pass, and it's like it's kind of like a you know quaint little restaurant with like an outdoor deck, got people chilling. I don't even know the name of the restaurant because outside there's just a sign that in huge letters says "Big Food." <laughs> That's all it says: "Big Food." Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty dope. That's, that's that's where that's, Marcus is right now, probably. Big food. That should be the name of the goddamn restaurant. Is Big Food. Big food. Come on down to Big Food. We got you covered. Oh man. Well, so speaking of Big Food, um, we're getting fed currently. No, we're not. Um, okay. I don't know why. This is a, this is a terrible segue. Uh, is happening in France? No. The French are very pissed right now because they are attempting to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64 without any kind of parliamentary. There'll be no Congress. There'll be no vote. It's going to go through executive action. They're going to raise the retirement age. And they're out in the fucking streets burning shit and, and beating at the police. Like, they aren't they are fucking around. Yeah. We should be and, reducing the retirement age by a good right. 10, 15 years. Exactly. I mean... People on the internet said, motherfucker, the bootlickers are insane. They're like, that was at a time when you would live to be 65. And they said, if you happen to live past working age, we'll take care of you. It's changed now. It's 88 years old or whatever. And I'm like, fuck you. That's supposed to be the whole goddamn point. It's supposed to be better, not worse. Yeah, that's, it's ridiculous. And the crazy thing to me is like, another thing we're not talking about is like the retirement age is a kind of a suggestion. Because if you don't have enough money to truly retire off of, you still have to keep working. There's no yeah. real safety net for you. There's people fucking at the movie theater I go to. They work they like 70 or 80 years old. Tear them on ticket. I'm like, you shouldn't be here right now. 
Yeah, there's no fucking cop who comes on your birthday and is like, all right, done working, here's your check. Yeah. Go home. That doesn't happen. Yeah, it's a suggestion for sure. So, so yeah, that's, French, we gotta work on French that first. Are, and then lower yeah. in the age. The French are, are doing their shit, which is pretty fun to see, because they always like to go out and burn things down and uh, protest. And... Apparently the French government's not backing down on this, so I guess we'll see what happens next. They're talking about going on strikes and shit and shutting down the railroads and, and uh, roads and shit. So, If we shut down the railroads in America, people will be safer, apparently. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, a, a company that makes questionable decisions all over the place, Norfolk Southern, just they just keep keep crashing everywhere. Well, yep. So maybe we should close down our railroads for good, for good reasons, at least the ones they own. Yeah, we should probably not have something as, as important as the goddamn railroad be owned by private companies. Just like goddamn nuclear power plants shouldn't be owned by power, by private companies. Or the electric company. Or the water company. Or airlines. all these Or hospitals. All these incredibly important things you need should not be owned by a private fucking corporation. Yeah. Are you I kidding me? If we, keep, if we went on and on, we'd probably realize that pretty much everything you actually need to live probably shouldn't be run by yeah. a private corporation. Yeah, absolutely. Like Amazon with the amount of things it provides should not be a private company. The, no. the, the Hey, good job building it, Jeff. It's ours now. Yeah. That should be what we do. Like that's something that, by the way, you didn't build it. It's something that always makes is very funny to me. Cause I've been rewatching the show parks and rec for the first time in a very long time. Ever since it left Netflix, like four years ago, I haven't watched an episode, even though it's one of my favorite all time comedies. And it's a show that watching it these days is funny because it has a like relentless political optimism that obviously is not realized in the real world. But I kind of consider Parks and Rec to be a cartoon anyway. It doesn't it doesn't really follow the real life rules anyway. So I don't really worry about it too much. But one thing I always find funny is that for me, at least every time I've met a libertarian in my life, a lot of them without irony mention Ron Swanson as a person. He's like almost everything Ron Swanson says is something I believe. And I'll. It's very funny to me because, sure, you can think the things he says are accurate to the way you feel about the political landscape and the economy. But what's funny to me is that every time in that show that Ron is faced with the consequences of his beliefs, he skews to the left. Every single time. So I'm like, so you're hearing what he's saying, but you're not really taking the message of the show. The show is telling you that this doesn't work. He's the joke. Exactly. whole thing is he's the joke he's not uh, it's the same thing except with all the other fucking shows with with male characters or mostly male characters who are supposed to be like you know what i'm talking about yeah bad Rick yeah and morty mad, mad men. men whoa jinx yeah i did see by the way I, I was watching some clips of mad men on youtube and the official description of mad men where you can buy the seasons on youtube says it's about don draper and alpha male in the and i'm like are we sure about this. Is that how we want to be marketing one of the greatest shows ever committed to, di- to digital film? If you pitched the, the, the character of the show as an alpha male, I would not want to watch it. Yeah, that sounds like a bad show. And I mean, sure, Don Draper could be read that way, but if you actually watch the show, it's clear that it's all a fucking facade. Yeah. Which it probably is for most real, real alpha males anyways. I'm just saying... It's good in that way, but it's not. I wouldn't pitch it as that. Yeah, and it definitely wasn't pitched that way when the show first came out. The the term alpha male has become a lot more popular recently. For yeah, a lot of times I say for better or worse, for just for worse on this one. Mm. There's no real better to the alpha male movement. I'm probably tell you probably know this already. You the guy who originally discovered who came up with the alpha male thing, right? What happened with him? No, the researcher who was watching wolves. In like two years after publishing that book, he was like, oh shit, those wolves were in captivity, and that is not natural wolf behavior. He observed actual wolves, and spent his entire life afterwards trying to disprove his own, like, book. And people would have said no. His publisher won't stop publishing because it's so goddamn popular with those kinds of guys. That's crazy. The poor guy cannot, cannot rescind his own words. Yeah, you imagine that's one of the people who feels the worst about their life. About... Something yeah. they did. They're like, I just created the worst kind of person. 
Well, it's like Peter Benchley has spent his entire life trying to apologize for the book Jaws. In the movie, yeah. what did it, but he's like, Great White Sharks, it was just a book, guys. I just It just looked fun. Like, I didn't think it would turn into a whole thing of you killing them now. Exactly. And they're all evil. And Steven Sawyer is going to have hell to pay once we realize dinosaurs aren't going to uh, take over a park <laughs> like that. Well, I was thinking that when Steven Sawyer goes, dies and goes to hell, he'll encounter uh, sharks. In a Wait, why place. is Spielberg going like, to go to hell? He won't. He won't. He's Jewish. They don't have hell. I don't know where he'll go. Oh, that's true. Uh, but j- sharks are going to run the place. I'm going to be like, Stephen, we need some words. Yeah. How dare you? First of all, how dare you? <laughs> yes. Second of all, we did rock, actually, though. Yeah, so it was we'll say that. really good, to be honest. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger boat line. That's pretty good. You did kind of invent the blockbuster, so... Yes. We can't be too mad. You did get a lot of our brothers and sisters killed, yeah. but and that, I mean, my favorite my favorite movie of yours, the color purple. Surprisingly, <laughs> really like that one. I really think that you are the perfect person to direct that movie. I can't think of anybody else who might have done that story justice besides you. Everybody here in Jewish afterlife says that it was a bad idea, but us sharks are with you, <laughs> exactly. Stephen. We believe it. Sharks are Jewish because no one knows. It's a little known fact. That's why they're all in Jewish afterlife. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I don't, I, but yeah, the, what were we talking about originally? The retirement <laughs> age. Point? Right. Yes. The retirement age is too fucking, uh, uh, too high, high here in America. Yeah. And you in France. The, you know the ages in, in China. Do you want to guess the retirement ages there? I, I, do they even have one? I don't know. They do. Yeah. Okay. 60. 60 for uh, women and 58 for women who work in factories. Okay. And it's, I think it's 62 for men and 60 for men who work in factories. Oh, wow. So it's pretty low. Yeah. And plus they're giving you that leeway because it's more likely that you've killed yourself if you work in a factory. So if you've made it this far, you probably deserve some years off. I think that farmers are included in that too. So factory workers and farmers get a lower mm. retirement age. What if you work at a farm um, at one point in your life? Does that count or does it? I'm sure there's a whole fucking legal process you got to go through okay, for okay. that. I might be able to eke by once I move to China. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they want you over there, Seth. They, re- they really want some fucking white boy whose skill is, is computers hey, to fucking come over At there. least I'm not going to fetishize their culture. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> Well, yeah, because they're not Japan. Exactly. And if I went to, there, if I there, went to Japan, I wouldn't fetishize them either. No. Are there China booze, I wonder? Or whatever the equivalent would be? I've never met I mean, one. first of all, yes, by the virtue of there being enough people in the world, there are some. True. But yeah. I don't know how big the community is. I don't even know what their names are. Like, what, What's the word for them? There's not one, as far as I'm aware, because... China doesn't have that 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 uh, culture that Japan has that people are so goddamn obsessed with. Well, they might soon because of their whole thing about making their own blockbusters now that they're done with American oh, right. movies. So in a couple of years, yeah. there might be some big runaway Chinese hits that people are fandoming over on Tumblr. I watched that movie they made, The Lake, I can't pronounce it, um, about the battalion that fought the Americans. Um, and I was like, this is actually pretty, the CGI is pretty dodgy, but kind of rules, actually. This is pretty fun. Yeah. I, was, I like that. It had the same thing that Squid Game had, though, where the white actors the who played the American Americans actors are horrible. Were just bizarre. I was like, who are these people? Because they have to find American actors who are willing to go live in China and work there. Comrade G, hit me up. I'm not an actor, but I'll, I'll learn to be in your movies. And I'll, yeah. I will play every single stereotypical, fat, stupid American you could ever want. Give it to me. Let me do it. He was born for this role. I was born for it. Oh, that reminds me, Seth. There's a big debate right now. I think we talked about banning TikTok in America. Yes. Um, trying to get rid of TikTok. And I, it's kind of stalled, I guess. But they're still, they're still rumbling. They're going to ban TikTok. Because all the stuff it does, it, it like apparently you know, fucking degrades our brains or some shit, yeah. which I think you agree with that. I do. Um, but also think that YouTube and Netflix releasing shows all in one go are also destroying our brains. So whatever. Those are American companies. So who cares? What about like YouTube shorts? Isn't that yeah, YouTube same shorts. Thing? Same shit. Same, I mean, same exact it, shit. It came after a TikTok, but they would have done it eventually anyways, because the shit works. The format fucking works. Yeah. You know, it's completely fucked up. And I hate it. Sometimes I sit there and I watch some YouTube shorts and I'm like, 
I hate myself now. Why did I just do that? Just watch a you just watch a video. I honestly think that Vine was better because seven seconds is the perfect length for a thing to be for it to be just enough, right? Yeah. Like it, inc- you forces you to be creative. What's what's a TikTok can be a two minute, three minutes? Yeah, long? that can be, be kind of long. long. That's too fucking long. All right, I want two types of video content. I want a seven second video, or I want a three and a half hour video essay. Those are my two links that I want for my yeah. content. I did a um, I didn't do that. I don't know why. I, did, I was gonna say I did this. Obviously, I didn't do this. I if I did work for the marketing behind the movie Tar from last year, mm. I thought it would be really funny if they uploaded the entire movie as one TikTok <laughs> and saw yeah. if someone would sit there and watch the whole two and a half hour movie on their phone. Because you can't pause them. If you close the app, you got to start over. So you have to sit there and watch the entire movie for two and a half. That would be the. And it's like, and Tar, as much as I love it, is an incredibly boring movie for the kind of person who watches TikToks all day. So I would just yeah. love to see if one of them was like, I wonder where this, this TikTok is going. <laughs> what are, Man, what's where's the, this going to go? What's the prestige in this one? Who's this lady? <laughs> Two hours later, holy shit. So if I worked for the marketing firm for movie companies, I would not make it very far. Seth, I want to talk about Tar for a second. Tar, we're talking Tar. A movie I haven't seen. Yes. I will, I will. Specifically the director, Todd Field. Todd Field. Who has said that Tar will probably be his last movie. He has said this. What the fuck is Todd Field doing? All right? What's his last fucking thing? The last movie he made was, was it Three Little Things or some shit like that? Little Children. Little Children. When I was still in high school. Yeah, he does not, he's not very prolific. Um, as My question is, what did Todd Field do for almost 20 years? How did he put food on the table? Um, he is also a writer. Okay. And an a- he was an actor for a long time. He's in Eyes Wide right. Shut. If you remember that little chestnut. So the residuals residuals from that are probably paying for his mansion. (laughs) Um, But you're asking a very interesting question. Because I also don't know what certain people in Hollywood do between projects. Because I rarely ever see an interview where one of them is just like, oh yeah, I work at The Gap when I'm not making a a movie. Because that's how I'm out. I I don't ever see anybody say that. So I really, maybe I don't understand the macroeconomics behind a Hollywood filmmaking career. And when I say maybe I don't, I I truly do not understand it. Because like the only, there's this one podcast I listen to where one of the hosts is an actor and not a super famous actor, but he's an actor and but he makes most of his money from the damn podcast. He makes more money from his podcast than he does from acting most of the time. So it's just, I'm like, I guess that's how he lives. But how do the rest of them live? I don't know. Yeah, like, what are they doing? Like, an actor who's who's in, like, two things, you know, every couple of years. You know, what? what how, are, how are they living otherwise? Like, they can't all be trust fund kids. Like, what's going on around here? I really if don't know. Can... Maybe they just live extremely within their means. On um, even, even if you live, even then, if you live in, like, Anywhere in California, like you're you're so much for rent. But the thing, if your job is to, the thing is, I know people who go there. I I have a friend who just moved to LA. He doesn't make great money. I don't really know how he's doing it. I assume he has a bunch of roommates or something. But I'm just like, it's got to be hell. Like if you're not making millions of dollars, it's got to be such hell to live there. Yeah, like if your job is to act, you got you got to get to auditions. You're going to be in Los Angeles. You can't live in another fucking state or yeah. whatever and fly over there for every single audition, unless you're you know got unless you have millions of dollars and you can't afford to do that. I don't know how you do it. I like think, the rent is so fucking insane. I think L.A. was our biggest mistake. Mm. I think that I, I truly want to know how American cinema would have developed if it was much more regional. Like what if people like what if people in fucking Minnesota had their own Hollywood, you know, their own industry and yeah. I don't know, fucking Leonardo DiCaprio's from Minnesota, so any Minnesota filmmaker would have him in their movies and then people in really? no, I'm just saying that. And then oh, okay. somebody else is, you know, Kate Blanchett's from somewhere else and they're in those movies and then people you, you know, sometimes there's crossover. I wonder what it'll be like if you didn't have to live in the most expensive place possible to be right. in movies. I'm like a thousand percent sure that Kate Blanchett is from England. She I'm is. Like, about to say, she was in Lord of the Rings. She's probably from England. Like, they wouldn't put no Americans in there doing fake accents. Oh, dude, we're, we're wrong. We're wrong. 
We're, she we're not. Or we're not wrong, but we're close. She's Australian. Okay. okay. Well, that's basically just like bigger England. I mean, yeah. let's be honest with ourselves here. It's just like if England had more island than the, than the original one, and it was and it sucked more. No offense to Australians. I think that y'all are probably pretty bad people most of the time, but some of y'all are good, but your continent or your island fucking sucks from what I've seen. Wow. You think, wait, you think Australian people are mostly bad? Is that what she said? Well, most people are probably bad. Like, most people in general are probably <laughs> okay. bad. Okay. But, like, hold on. If you know the history of Australia and how white people didn't originate there, so, like, ask yourself how they got there. It's much like America. They didn't just... Show up and be like, hey, guys, what's up? Ready to have us around? Yeah. I'm sure you're jazzed that we're here. Well, I guess to be fair, they, they were prisoners that got sent there. So they wouldn't have had a choice to go to Australia in the first place. But still, the guys who ran the prison, I'm sure the natives were not jazzed to see them coming around. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Even, mm. even, even, oh, these fucking guys. That's not enough. That's, that's not, that's not enough. There's more than that, I think. Uh... Yes, TikTok is bad for us, but not because of Chinese. Yeah, no. because once again, I got no problem. I got, I got a today. I freaking got a Roomba, and not not a, not a, a super expensive one, a regular ass Roomba you can get. Mm. Um, and it was like connecting to our Wi-Fi or whatever. It was like all and all these Chinese characters, and I was like, mm. and I was, at first I was like, oh, that sounds trustworthy. That's that's trustworthy and like sarcasm. And I'm like, actually, I don't care. Chinese, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's like I like, these fucking YouTube and Amazon—they're spying on me, and they're on our on our shores. I don't give a fuck about what China's doing with my information. If they think there's something so valuable about me to them, mm-hmm. then they're leagues beyond what I can imagine. So I, I, don't, I don't even care. It's like, oh, comrade, geez, you don't know the fucking layout of your house. Okay. Yeah, those records are public. Like that, right. that's not that's not even important. <laughs> You can go down to City Hall and find the record, well, house that was like on the inside. Exactly. Don't you worry, can find out friend. all the details about anyone's house for free, really. That's actually kind of weird thing about it, isn't it? That's something I didn't realize until much, like, when I was a little bit older. I was like, you can just kind of, like, anybody can just kind of find stuff out about you. It's really weird. Just enough enough time and willingness to engage the bureaucracy, you can find all kinds of shit. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's, that's weird. And, uh movies are happening i saw that the uh shazam 2 made really bad uh money on its first day um i think black adam made like 29 million and scream 6 made 16 million and then or 19 million and then um shazam made like 11 million wow that's funny um, because maybe, maybe, maybe old Tom Cruise didn't quite save movies, Steven Spielberg. Okay. Calm down. He did. It's all Tom Cruise. Um, because the Mission Impossible movies look like they're about to be fucking bombshells. Well, yeah. So, you know, yeah. who cares? We're not even going to be thinking about but Shazam 2. I'm saying Tom Cruise saved movies for Tom Cruise. I'm not sure he's saving everybody else just yet. But here's what I want to know. Have you seen a trailer for Shazam 2? I have. What is it about? Uh, he does, he says Shazam and he fights. And there's more than one of them now. He fights some, some gods, I think. Like, I don't know what pantheon they're from. Is it Greek? Who knows? Or Norse? I don't, I didn't get that. Exactly. Nothing. The trailer gave me nothing to really work off. And the first Shazam movie was actually a movie I kind of enjoyed when I saw it in theaters. I was like, this is kind of fun. But no, I I really, it's not like a well I want to dip back into. But I will give a... I haven't seen the movie, but I will give a spoiler that I saw. Just and if you're interested in the movie, skip the next 30 seconds. Apparently, at the climax of the movie, they take a straight-up two-minute break in the action for what is a Skittles commercial in which they actually say, taste the rainbow at the end of it. And apparently it's integral to them like solving the plot of the movie. So... That should tell you know. something. I mean, I don't even know, man. What is there to say to that? It's like, what, what has Hollywood gotten to where, like, product placement has to be this big for a movie just to, like, to get by? Like, the Power mm-hmm. Rangers movie from 2017. Did you ever see that? Uh, no. It's actually a kind of fun movie. But in the middle of the movie, um, Rita Rasputin, or whatever her name is. <laughs> Rita Repulsive. Whatever. Rita Repulsa, yes. <laughs> yeah. Rasputin. She literally gets addicted to, like, Krispy Kreme donuts. 
That's like something that happens in the plot. I hope that she. I hope Elizabeth Banks got paid a lot of money. Yeah. To do that. And there's like the, the freaking Jurassic Park or Jurassic World movies had to have like a Mercedes logo every ten minutes, basically. And there's just so much. Do you actually? I just thought about the most egregious piece of um, product placement ever. And it's not actually more egregious than stuff I just said. It's just really funny, especially when you watch it now. Do you remember? I think it's first season of House of Cards when Kevin Spacey talks about the PS Vita. Oh my God, yes. I watched that clip the other day and I was like, this is so harrowing for so many reasons right now. Yeah. <laughs> One, yeah. it's like product placement in a big television show. Two, it's like for a console that no one really gives a shit about. And three, it's Kevin Spacey <laughs> delivering the dialogue. Yeah. Do you remember in the first Transformers movie when they demonstrate the magic cube and how it can turn things into Transformers? And they mm-hmm. use a Nokia phone? Yes. And he, he specifically says it's a Nokia phone and he calls it like the Samurai or whatever. They're like, they're not from Japan at all. Yeah. And it's just gotten worse since then, man. Yeah, we thought we it's thought that was bad. We were like, oh, that's kind of cringy, but not too bad. But now we've gotten to the point where it's very bad. Like at no point in The Birds is like... A character turning to like Arm and Hammer fucking baking soda to solve a problem, you know? It's <laughs> well, like- well, actually, we are forgetting the best piece of product placement ever. A movie we both hold near and dear to our hearts. Evolution. Using head and shoulders yes. shampoo to defeat the aliens. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. And guess what? That was- it rules. I don't care. I can be a hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not even a hypocrite. It's not a hypocrite because it's, it's like, it works as part of the joke. There, yeah, I think, there are right? exceptions that prove the rule, and evolution yeah. is one of those. Thinking back on it, though, so baking soda was a bad example because that would actually kill birds pretty easily. That's actually that's actually bird yeah. poison. Actually, I mean, they should they should they have, used have that. reused that in the birds <laughs> remake of one. the birds. They use Arm and yes. Hammer this time. <laughs> Movies you know, ten you minutes long. You know who's doing it? Who? You know who's doing it? Army Hammer. Army Hammer. <laughs> He's just going to eat all the birds. <laughs> just going to convince him that birds are a type of person, I guess, and he'll, he'll do it. I still want some concrete updates on that case. I feel like people like, Me too. we kind of, it was like a big rumor. He lost a bunch of jobs and now there's like a trial going on or some like evidence gathering. I want to know what comes out. Like, was it really yeah. a bunch of people trolling him or does he actually drink human blood for fun? I have I to know. Be. Yeah, I don't care I mean, about celebrity drama at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. I want answers on Army. I have to know. America depends on this. I think a little bit. We have to know uh, what's going on with our, with our our golden boy. Um. So Seth, they're uh, the uh, they're going to arrest Trump tomorrow. Apparently, <laughs> they're going to take him to jail. Apparently, that is actually He's going to the pokey. Going to happen. Um, I guess once again, with all things related to Donald Trump and him being, um, you know, put away for his wrongdoings, I'll believe it when I see it, Mm. but apparently he, he is apparently very scared about it. He's been, been rumbling about it for so long. So I don't know. I almost think he's like, you're telling on yourself at that point, you know? So I don't know. It's very funny though. And the funny part to me is that it's not even for anything interesting. It's yeah. He gave money to that woman, the the porn star lady. And it's like, who gives a so shit? That's dude? all you could get. That's the extent right. of what you could find on this guy. No, I mean, it's just not even that. It's like, I wouldn't even bother at that point. I would be like, let it go. Who gives a fuck? You know, like if this is the best we can do, we should go home. Yeah. You know? I guess I guess that the, the more time they spend doing this, less time they have to prosecute, you know, like poor people doing nonsense crimes like smoking weed or some shit. So, yeah, there is that. But at the same time, this is embarrassing. Speaking of putting people away for nonsense crimes like smoking weed, I've also mm. been uh, doing a rewatch of the show Veep recently, mm. which is an incredibly funny show. Yeah. And it made me realize, you know, what name I haven't heard in a long time. Kamala Harris. I haven't heard anything about her in what seems like the entire duration of the presidency. 
see, I have not heard uh, Kamala Harris's name either recently, other than just seeing some za- some fucking zanied out fucking quotes from her again. Yeah. Where she says nothing with more words than you need. And that's a, that's one thing they harp on in Veep. They always make her be like, make it, make sure you make a statement without saying anything at all. And mm-hmm. I love how accurate it is. But also when I watch this show, because the thing about Veep is one thing I've heard about it is that it is actually scarily accurate to what Washington, D.C. culture is like. Basically, the whole the thing is it's much that they're all saying the same shit, but no one's as clever as they are on the show, obviously, because right. they're not written by Armando Iannucci and they're all idiots. Um, but it also it also sucks because I'm like, you know, the real the thing is, though, th- this stuff isn't as interesting in politics. Like we just the stuff that happens to the to Selena Meyer in the first two seasons is way more interesting than anything that's ever happened to any vice president. Is it for Dick Cheney getting shot in the head or shooting a man in the head? Sorry. Yeah. Um, that's the only interesting thing that's ever happened to a vice president as long as I've been alive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, here here's the thing. People are fucking stupid yeah. um, in, in everything. And this is why the West Wing was so goddamn poisonous to us as a Fuck. people. Is that it gave idiots the impression that somehow being in the government, being, like, near the president or whatever, that being in that position somehow made you smarter or cool or better or funny or something. And it's not. You're just, they're just idiots. People who run things are idiots like we are. They're, we're all fucking morons. Yeah. And there is this deification of these people thinking that like, oh, because they had elected their in positions of power. So did fucking MTG. So did fucking George Santos guy. Yeah, elected too. They're fucking morons. Yeah. They're all morons top to bottom. If they're not morons, they're fucking evil. Those are your two flavors of politician. They're an idiot or they're evil. Like, yeah. Take pick your poison. That's the thing I like about about Veep so much is like it even shows all the like the power players. Like they got people who are on her team who are like, oh, I'm a freaking I'm a mover and a shaker within DC. And it's like those guys are just as stupid. They don't know what they're doing yeah. either. They're just making up a bunch. Sometimes the stuff they the shit they make up sticks, and sometimes it doesn't. And that's the only difference between yeah. the ones you hear about and the ones you don't. And plus, when they when they do know what they're doing, it's just doing idiot shit because everyone's a fucking idiot. Like the the, the 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 senator from wherever the fuck who has that assistant he shits on all the time. Yeah, Roger Furlong. Roger Furlong gets shit done, and he's just a moron. Yeah. they're all morons. Is a the thing. There was actually I gotta quote this. There was a really good joke from an episode I just watched where uh, Mike, uh, played by Matt Walsh, the good Matt Walsh, not the bad one. Um, he's like going on a little run with Roger Furlong and his assistant. And Roger Furlong's making fun of his assistant, and he's like, "Will, you're so slow. Uh, how slow are you?" And then he's like, "I'm slower than a Mississippi detective looking into the case of the of a young black man." <laughs> was, God damn! And see, that's the thing is, they would never say that. No, that's, no, that's no. They, they couldn't think say. of any of that shit. But it's accurate. Yeah, it's accurate though. Um, yeah, and that's the problem. I've only ever watched like two episodes of The West Wing. But when I watched it, my my thought process was this is not how it is. And and as fiction, as a fictional product that is supposed to entertain you, this is corrosive to me as an, as a person watching this because you're making you're making me associate the actual people who made the actual decisions about my life with these entertaining characters and their their things. And I'm like, that's no, that's it's not like that. It's, yeah. it's fucked up. Give you a clip to watch later from the West Wing if you. I. I've I've seen her you've seen the jackal the jackal yes yes so fucking stupid. one of the cringiest I don't like to use that too much but one of the cringiest things I've ever seen on television but yeah it's a, it's a, the West Wing sucks come on Aaron Sorkin yeah. fucking sucks shit at writing like he can write a fucking thousand words but say nothing it's just so stupid to me that people worship him it's like I hate all these movies about about like movies that are like oh this is this is Hollywood. You know, look at us doing Hollywood things. Some are good. Some are good. But it's like, we're sucking our own dicks over here. But at least Hollywood does not influence my goddamn life. You're not lionizing these fucking asshole monsters who who have burned the entire world down around me, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a much different caliber of thing. It's much more evil, the West Wing. Who do you think, in the modern day, a figure from the modern day who's going to have the, the best biopic in a couple of years? The best biopic of a modern figure. Yeah. It's got to be Trump, right? I mean, it's just got to be Trump. Yeah. I, I, it, it pains me to say it because the th- I think Trump is going to get like 
the Steve Jobs thing where there's going to be like four or five movies made about him like with sure. some like pro, some anti, some that just kind of sit in the middle and kind of have their own little slant or do an interesting casting. Like well, this, this one is going to have Matthew McConaughey play Donald Trump. And it's like, okay, then whatever. All right. Sure. Yeah. I think Trump has the most interesting story, I guess, of anybody. Cause I mean, Biden is stupid and boring and sucks shit. Kamala Harris. We talk about Kamala Harris. Um, uh, you, you, I mean, there'll probably be a Pete Buttchug biopic at some point in the future if you know he maintains his current position, yeah, uh, as third string guy. Maybe I mean, will there ever be a Bernie Sanders movie? You think? I think so. I think Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. is gonna—he's gonna have like a South by Southwest premiere, like mm-hmm. Boots Riley or somebody of that ilk make a movie about him. I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, it's just like. There's not a lot of interesting things that are happening right now. And plus, I'm of the opinion that, it, I mean, if if the world is not a smoking nuclear wasteland in 30 years, it will probably be, have bigger problems than uh, what biopic are we making. There will probably be some resource war type shit happening. Well, sure. Point. I don't know, man. I'm talking about it. I was being a little more optimistic in that we're going to have biopics yeah, yeah, yeah. in 30 years. But yes. Yeah, yeah. We probably still will. We'll probably still, we'll still run it on some kind of fumes at that point, doing our thing. You know, yeah. I'm not saying it's going to collapse overnight or whatever. It might. I don't know. Who, who knows? You can't predict the fucking future. Anything could happen. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It was uh, it's it's like it's like I was I was I was watching someone play uh Metal Solid Metal Gear Solid Four earlier, and that game takes place in the far off distant future year of 2014. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some wild shit you know there's just one system that re- controls every gun in the goddamn world for some for some reason and you work for the for the plot or whatever but yeah so yeah i was when, I, when that was like oh 2014 i was like oh my god yeah it's like when Holy you watch that in the future too and they're like this is what 2015 is gonna look like and you know these people oh are god. wildly optimistic yeah yeah but also the thing for me so, is like is it, people? I think people call it optimistic a lot. But like, do we truly? Do we actually want flying cars and hover and like actual hoverboards? No. What do we all want? Free healthcare. That would be the most amazing futuristic. Like, what if in Back to the Future Two it was just like everything's the same, but these people can break their leg on their regular board and not have to pay another arm and a leg for it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of a flying car, how about you fucking make a goddamn train? Yeah. That run that goes on land, but it's like a bullet train yeah. that goes really fast. Uh-huh. You get to see where you want to go. Are, people are bad enough at driving cars with only two dimensions involved. Do not add a third. Yeah. You get a fucking Z-axis yeah. for people to move a two-ton vehicle around in. And one thing they never uh, account for in these movies and books that have flying cars is, what do you do when the fly part do not work? Right. Do you just crash to the ground and perish? I think that's what happens with airplanes have that problem. So unless you're fucking Sully's Hollenberger. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, that's yes. That you're, you're right. An absolutely overlooked part is what happens when, when car don't go. Yeah. Cause then what's the alternative? <laughs> you're traveling through like freaking air tubes. At that point you're on a road. At that point right. you're on a fucking road. So yeah, exactly. I don't want that stuff. I just want, mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of want jetpacks, but the rest of it I can live without. Jetpacks are kind of like skydiving to me, where it's like, all right, go ahead. Yeah. I'll be over here. <laughs> you let me know when you're done. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. Because like, it has the same issue. It's like, what, what are the, what are the, what's the regulation going to be? Like, how's it going to stop anybody from like running into each other? Imagine two people's skulls colliding in the middle of the air, just having a bloody pulp fall to the ground. Yeah. How do you control these things? You're not fucking Tony Stark, all right? This is not Iron Man, okay? You you will fuck, fuck up and die, probably. I think the fact that, like, air travel was kind of, like, the final point of travel for most people, like, you don't, there's not anywhere else to go. I think that, and it happened, like, you know, in the early 1900s, you know, somewhere in there. Um, I think, or, yeah, before that. But I think that was kind of just influenced everyone's brains about, okay, so everything's going to be flying soon. And that's, mm. that's the end-all, be-all, is, like, flying. Right. They didn't really think about who gives a shit, you know? Not for me, my friend. It was already invented. It's called the train. That's all I want. Train, bus. 
I don't care what it is. A multi-person rickshaw, I'll take it. Let's just go. I don't want to have to drive myself anywhere. Yeah. And for the love of God, I don't want to fly anywhere either. Yeah. Well, have fun going overseas. That's, that's the one part that is difficult. They made boats a long ass time ago. You Dude, know that, right? Bo- boats are so slow. <laughs> More time to enjoy it. More time to enjoy the boat life. Yeah, with opinion. all this bountiful PTO we get in North America. I'm discussing a better future. Well, yes. We're not talking about it currently. I agree. I agree. And in the perfect world, oh, we wouldn't need that. A world in which you can get on, your, on, a, on a steamer boat and go to Europe. And it's okay that it takes three weeks because no one gives a shit. Your yeah. job is covered. Um, But yeah, I don't like... I don't, I, 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 here's the thing. I will begrudgingly get onto an airplane that is flown by a professional pilot who went to school and shit for this. I'm not flying anything anywhere personally. I feel bad enough getting into a car, much less a thing that goes into the air. Like, fuck no. Yeah, I fucking hate driving. Yeah. It's like, one, I hate traffic. And two, I hate how dangerous it is. It's like, Mm -hmm. nothing's stopping anybody from doing whatever the hell they want on this road. If someone hands you the keys to a flying car, would you take it? Would you would you get it and fly around? If I was maybe I was if I was over an open field, if I was in a city, probably not. And then I would if I was yeah. in the field, I'd get like maybe eight feet off the ground, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Too high. I mean, yeah, because I'm just I'm first of all scared of heights, and second of all, I'm just bad. I don't, I don't think I could not kill myself. If oh I my didn't god! Do it. I went to this overlook when I was in Portugal, and it was like yep. you could see. It was like you could see this whole like cliff. You could see the water. It was like how x amount of feet above sea level. It was crazy high. Mm. So I'm looking at it, and I go, I go stand in the middle part, looking right out, and then I realized that since this is a tourist attraction, they decided to make the floor of the middle part out of glass. So then I look down and I see. Uh, oh. a height that I would perish from. So I immediately ran back to the part where the floor wasn't made of glass. Um, I would and shit myself probably. And then there's some places, I think it happens more, I think I've seen a lot of this more in like Eastern countries, but they'll have like these like bridges that are over long places and they'll have one pane of glass that's actually an LCD screen that plays a video of it cracking. Yeah. Bro, I would not. No. I would not play that. I would legit shit myself. There's no fucking question about it. I, I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> I don't even like being like 10 feet in the air. I couldn't. No way. No, no, no. And I could survive 10 feet, I think. Uh, but yeah, I've seen that. That's that's a, that's a terrible trick they pull on people. I don't, I don't like that at all. That's mean. And then little kids who have reckless abandon, they'll go up to any of the glasses and they'll start jumping on them. And I'm like, your funeral, not mine. I understand this stuff is made of very high quality glass. It's not going to break or whatever, but I don't care. I don't care. I truly, you could, you could show me someone with a machine gun shooting it a thousand times and I still would not want to stand on it. You seen the video of the people at the zoo, right? Where the little girl beats her chest at the gorilla and it runs up and it cracks and the glass. And it cracks that glass. I'm like, okay, this glass is not as strong as I was assuming that it was. I thought it was gorilla proof. Yeah, I thought it was. You lied to me. Stand, you know, like a nuclear warhead or something. You're telling me a gorilla <laughs> can run at it and crack it? No, thank you. You cannot put the gorillas behind glass, but the glass cannot resist the gorillas. Yeah. I'm sorry. Also, don't be stupid. Don't beat right. your chest at a gorilla. I know you're a little tiny child, but don't do it. Also, let's zoom out even more. Don't put gorillas in cages and shit. They should be out in the wild doing gorilla things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Zoo- let them go be gorillas. Zoos are an ethical wasteland. Right. Because on the one hand, I really do like the zoo. I like seeing the animals. But I also understand they probably should be here. So yeah. that's that's rough. I mean, you have an argument that like, this is a terrible argument. Okay. But it's a very true one. Is that, well, we've destroyed their habitat. So we had to make a new one for to go to. There's nowhere to go back to. That sucks, but it's also true. That is true. <laughs> that hurts me to even say it. It's like, well, we fucked everything up, but we made a fake place you to go live where people can look at you all day and gawk at you and make fun of you and shit. Like, they don't know, but still, it feels bad. It feels bad for those creatures, yeah. in my opinion. Especially the aquatic animals. I'm like, they need a whole, they, they're used to a whole damn ocean. Yeah. They got this shit. It's like you put dolphins in a fucking cage and it's like, these things are smart. They're like 
actually intelligent. They know things. <laughs> I would feel I would feel scared every day of dolphins if I worked in a dolphin place. They could fucking murder me if they wanted to. You yeah. Know? They can breathe air. <laughs> I can't breathe water. So. <laughs> that is true. They are the ambidextrous of the sea. See that? I don't know, man. You're right. Zoos are ethically, uh, ethically. And then also I want people who watch that video who are the same guys who say they can beat a gorilla in a fight. Mm. I want those guys to run in that glass and see if they make a fucking crack. Yeah. Come on. You're great. I just, it, it makes me so irrationally mad when I think about the guys who think they could beat a silverback gorilla in a fight. Like you they would not even see you as a threat. It would, you'd be like a mosquito in its way. Just yeah. understand that. That's the thing I was like, I could, I could, I could fight a grizzly bear. Yeah. No, no, you could not. A grizzly bear would fuck you up. It's like, oh, there was that one guy who punched one in the nose one time just right and it drove a bone to his brain and killed it. I'm like, that was one guy. Yeah. That was one in a million chance. Exactly. Like, it's, it's back to the, the discussion of, you know, the, the alpha male thing. It's like, why? Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you need this? Just shut up. Just understand that you can't win this fight. The number of animals that I could beat in a fight is much, 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 much shorter than ones that I could not beat in a fight. I guarantee you that. Here's an interesting one. Bald eagle. Okay. You are the bald eagle. I mean, it's got hollow bones, but also incredibly sharp talons and beak. If it got my eyes, I'm fucked. That's exactly my eyes. That's exactly my response. I think that if it gets my eyes, I'm completely screwed. But if it... Yeah. If it misses on its first attempt, maybe I could throw like a punch that would break its middle bones. But yeah. even then, I don't know. I think that, I think it, the eagles are probably pretty accurate when they come to attack you. So, would you want to risk your eyeballs? Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not. I don't play that. They're just little sacks of goo, man. Like they're not very strong. <laughs> I'm, I'll be so terrified. I remember some people who was like, "Yeah, I could beat a dolphin in a fight," and I'm like, "If you're in the water." No, you no. can't. No, no, no. A dolphin will beat you and also, then rape you. Maybe, right? maybe if you were underwater, if you got really lucky, you could beat one dolphin. But you're never going to be fighting one dolphin. There's not a fucking there's chance you're going to fight one dolphin. <laughs> it's, it's like cockroaches. Yeah. If there's one dolphin, there's more dolphins. So, yeah, you would be thoroughly reamed by the end of that one. Yeah. And I mean, also, it's just one of those things where it's like people are, are just like, you know, oh, if an alligator attacked me, I'm like, they probably won't, though. They probably won't is a thing unless you fuck with them in some way and make them pissed off. They're not inclined to attack human beings. You're not food for them. You're too big and it's too hard to kill you. But they can kill you is a thing. Yeah. It absolutely could fuck you up. Now, a crocodile is a whole other story and do not even fuck with that thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I'll run this. This is dumb. So yeah, yeah. We both understand that we can't. That people don't really stand a fight against animals. We, we like understand you couldn't that. Be, you you couldn't be the chimpanzee. It will tear yeah. your fucking face off. Yeah, they have. They don't have the remorse or anything that a human does. They just beat the fuck out of you. They don't care. Right. Have you seen Nope? <laughs> you seen Nope? You see Planet of the Apes? Just saying. I'm, I think, that, I mean, I remember there was one time there was a, a chimpanzee that did rip a woman's face off. Like, it did eat her fucking face off of her body. Like, that happened. Yeah. And, like, oh, she's, they're like, oh, she was a lady or whatever. No, it'll happen to you too. Don't you worry, man. Yeah. We're not that different. <laughs> We're not so different that one of us gets our face eaten and the other one conquers the enemy in a fight. No. You at best get, like, a good punch. That that's That's your best bet. You better make us a good, good fucking yeah, punch. Very strong. <laughs> oh, so, man. yeah. Anyways, there was so much to talk about. Actually, did you hear that? Did you hear that Amazon's laying off nine thousand more employees? I, my God, yeah, they're they're because they they're also in charge of Twitch. They're laying off a bunch of people too. It's crazy. Yeah, Twitch is Twitch is one of the things that's being hit, and apparently the new guy is going to come in as CEO. Of Twitch wants to pay people even less. Yes, streamers will get even less of a cut. Yes, a bunch of the people who have met with him, like streamers who have met with the guy, say that it is extremely worrying that they've put this man in charge of the company. And it's just like, I mean, I get it. I understand. It's like capitalism wants to concentrate much wealth as it can to the top. That's that's sure. But like, 
there are folks who like think Twitch is going to be their 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 way of living from now on. They're going to stream on Twitch, make money. I'm like, it's probably not going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, hey, it happens for some people, but those people, it's such a small number, and with and a lot of them got in back before when they had bigger revenue shares and were able to be have a little more leverage. Starting these days, it's just a hellscape to. Yeah. Just to start out. So I feel bad for anyone who's trying to, to get into that and make it their, their thing now because it is it sucks. And yeah, I just I hate that that's how it has to be, you know. Yeah, so since you're closer to tech than I am, how's the how's the AI revolution going? Um I it's hit a hitch lately. What's the hitch? I haven't been hearing much about it. That's the oh, hitch. Okay. I'm just like What's going on? I mean, I think here's the thing. I think that now that all these models are out in the open and people can use them and pay to use them and on a corporate level, we're going to see in the next year or two, we're going to see a lot of these things, a lot of new AI tools or AI bullshit, whatever. And it's going to reach a certain level of adoption and we'll see where it goes. I'm still kind of a doomer. I still think that it's going to be kind of the end of the working class in America. Uh, I think that it's going to be should pretty much destroy all of us and probably be the thing that either leads to a incredibly successful revolution or leads to 95% of all people uh probably committing suicide I'd say before they're actually before they starve to death um but that might not happen so I guess I'll see it's like skynet but boring that's the thing is like at least there's like <laughs> Like, wouldn't it be cool if there was like Skynet or like Wayland Utani or something that was like actually out there? But no, there's just all a bunch of boring dorks. It, it's gonna be so fucking sad. And this is, I know AI is not alive. It's not thinking. It's not. It's that's not anywhere close to that. But it's gonna be so fucking sad if Skynet just takes our jobs. Yeah, and that's and and we all die because of that, and not because Skynet is powerful or has nukes or robots or anything, because people at the top are so fucking greedy they can't see the problems with letting the AI handle all this shit, right? That what a fucking sad ending to our species that would be, or to our civilization. It's not even it's not even a cool way to die. There's no mountains of skulls with fucking robots walking over them. It's just people despairing and dying because yeah. a, a, a robot took their job. But one day, the only, the only silver lining in my head about AI is that one day there'll be enough people who lose their jobs because of this that the bourgeoisie can no longer outpower us and we can just run into their houses, uh, beat them to death with bricks. Yeah. You know? And the thing is, is too, is like, is like, in a I video game. Back when, yeah. The promise was that automation would reduce human drudgery, right? It would, it would reduce our working hours. It would make things better for people. But now what they're finding out is robots are hard. Actually, that sucks to make. Those are really difficult. Instead, let's make a goddamn machine that takes all your art and chews it up, spits it out into a new form. That's way easier to do because it doesn't require you to make a goddamn thing that moves around in physical space. So they're going to eliminate the creative jobs and the thinking jobs and replace them with nothing blank until you get your ass back to work at Burger King or some shit. Like that's, I don't know, man. But the, who's going to be fucking going to Burger King? That is right. the question. They're always like, oh, everyone just get fired. Not to take shitty jobs and live in holes. And I'm like, well, what fucking jobs are there going to be? Who is going right. to have enough money, disposable, disposable income to go to Burger King every day? No one. So it's like, I don't even I, know. Well, Seth, you said that someone you know is using ChatGPT as just their search engine now. Yeah, they just, just entirely replaced Google. They just asked ChatGPT all their questions now. So my question is, what if it's wrong? That is a great question. And um, there's no real answer from people who have like kind of bought in. They just, I guess if it, I guess if it's like wrong enough to some, like something factual that they'll have to fact check it, but they might just go off and believe it for as long as they can. Well, what I'm seeing is you can ask those questions and it will give you an answer that seems correct unless you're an actual goddamn expert in the field. In which case you'd be like, no, that's not correct. Yeah. Which Google does not really have that problem so much because you can suss out the real stuff from the fake shit if you have enough you know experience under your belt. Yeah. To know like this is probably true, this is probably not. Or you can see you can see actual humans debating it and being like, no, this is how it is. This is how it is. There's there's a discussion happening. Yeah, that's why I prefer Google. Um, another thing that happens is sometimes like at my my job 
people ask it coding questions and it'll spit out like a really cool answer. And we're like, dang, that's awesome. But it will also have, it'll have just made up things that don't exist in the programming language. It'll just be like, oh, you should be able to do this. And then we're like, but that doesn't, I can't actually do that. So I can't, this doesn't work. So yeah, it's, it's not perfect. But once, once again, it's only going to get better. I mean, only things only have ever gotten better at what they do when it comes to the automation bullshit. So, and as we're talking, as people are typing shit into it, it's going to learn. It's going to have better ways to process language and better ways to research stuff and look into like what is fact and what's fiction. Well, let's, let's not say it's learning. It's not learning. I think that, okay, to, to, to a certain d- degree of the word, it is learning. It is, it's like, it's becoming it's better in- at disseminating information and finding that information. Right, but it's, it's not, it's still not alive. It's not sure. thinking. Sure. A person is. Sure. But, like, I saw somebody who gaslit the goddamn thing and thinking that a, that a, a made-up superhero was real. Like, like somebody called Bagman was a real superhero and had it, like, th- th- talking about, like, issues of Bagman from back in the past that weren't real. Like, you can trick it into, into thinking things are, are correct by feeding it. It's only as smart as we are, you know, in certain ways. Yeah. So it's like... It feels to me like it just, why would I even talk to the robot? I talk to a person instead, you know, cut out the goddamn middleman. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I trust humans more than that. I don't know. It, I agree. It seems dumb to, yeah, to try I, and to, always going to like humans more than machines. Um, and it was pointed out, apparently Bing is going to try and do this thing now. Where it's going to incorporate like AI into a house. Because Microsoft owns ChatGPT, owns OpenAI, who makes ChatGPT. So they are going to have first dibs on making the most popular AI model into their um, search engine. But it seems to me like this is a self-defeating business strategy. Because if you replace your search engine with an AI that just spits out the answer to your question... It got that answer from an article that was written by a human being somewhere who got the money to write that article from a corporation that gave the money because there was ads that, that we see when you click into the article, right? Yeah. What happens when there's no more articles being written on stuff because there's no ad revenue to be made because AI has replaced all that? That's another good point. Like, it's it was a fucking Ouroboros at that point, right? It eats itself. It, I don't see how that's sustainable to me. You know, because you're already making shit pay writing those articles anyways to come up with that stuff. Yeah. And you're going to take it away entirely? Who will make new content? Who makes new stuff? Because there will be new things to know stuff about. We're not going to f- crystallize our civilization over this. I don't know. Yeah, I get you. It's fucking stupid, really. It's like one of those things where you look at it and you're like, hey, maybe we should, maybe because at least like, at least like nuclear, nuclear splitting the atom, right? You can make a bomb, blow up a city can make a, a reactor that can power a city instead. And we choose to do bad things with this stuff. What's the upside for AI? You know? Blue, well, this is real, real, yeah. blue sky for me. In a perfect world where capitalism doesn't exist, mm-hmm. what could AI do for us posit- in, in a positive sense then, do you think? I think that in a perfect world of combination of AI and like general robotry and automation could could help achieve the idea of us not having to work anymore because mm-hmm. i think that um i think artificial intelligence is a lot harder for me to make a case for like robots obviously could just do all the fucking farming and factory work for us which would be great um and i guess i guess ai if given because once again if in the blue sky future we would still be able people could still be able to do as much research or write as many articles as they want without needing money from corporations. So they could write stuff that the model could then learn off of totally or learn in quotes off of and continue to know more information. But once again, in the world, in our world, that won't happen because they won't have jobs anymore. So I guess it could, it would be a cool, especially like since people could just work on the AI thing and not need to worry about money they could just make it a little bit they can make it better make it a little more because right right now all they're trying to do is being like how can this thing make money whereas in mm-hmm. a blue sky future they could be like how can this thing just be cool and then right. it could maybe replace search engines in a way because it would be you know it would be it would have all better information to work off of. so it's almost like without the profit motive everything is better that is that's kind of what, what we're getting at here oh man all right, so let's start wrapping things up. So, what have you been doing recently? 
like I mentioned, I've been rewatching Parks and Rec and Veep. And um, I started reading a book called Jade City by Fonda Lee. It's basically, imagine a, like a Hong Kong gangster martial arts movie um, with superpowers that's based on like drug use. Cool. Um, and it's pretty fucking dope so far. So that's what I've been nice. doing. I have been playing Octopath Traveler 1. I'm about 30 something hours into the game right now. I finish up chapter 2 for every character. So I'm having fun with that. It's a pretty cool nice. game. I'm going to probably, probably play a second one after this. But that one looks like it's different enough that I'm excited for it. I've also been watching The Rings of Power. Um, which is a pretty bad show. Um, it looks it looks good. It does. You see that? You see the whole Billy on TV? Like you see it for sure. But it looks it's bad so far. And I've also been for the first time in years. I have caught up on the popular web comic uh, "Kill Six Billion Demons." Oh, nice. Which I'm finally caught up. And y'all, if you've been sleeping on this com- on this comic, it fucking rules. The art is probably among the best I've ever seen in a comic in my life. And the story is unlike anything you've seen in mo- in anything else. So I would really recommend reading Kill, Kill Six Million Demons. It's nice. very good. Oh, yeah. I've always, it's been on my list for so long because I've never really gotten into any webcomic. But it's the one I always tinker around. Like, oh, maybe I'll go read this one. So maybe I should. You would dig it. Nice. You would dig it. <clears throat> well, with that. This has been the Illinois Podcast. I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find the things that I write on indistinct-chatter.io. Our art was done by Marcus Barkley. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell, who streams on Twitch at the Ben Powell. You can lead a horse water, but you cannot make, it un- make him get under it. Fuck artificial intelligence. In that vein, we have stopped trying. We have stopped trying to solve our problems and trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans, New York, fast in this podcast, baby, we're out. Out.